Hey, Outcomes Rocket listeners, Saul Marquez here. I get what a phenomenal asset a podcast could be for your business and also how frustrating it is to navigate editing and production, monetization, and achieving the ROI you're looking for. Technical busy work shouldn't stop you from getting your genius into the world though. You should be able to build your brand easily with a professional podcast that gets attention. A patched up podcast could ruin your business. Let us do the technical busy work behind the scenes while you share your genius on the mic and take the industry stage. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. Welcome back to the Outcomes Rocket. Saul Marquez is here. And today I have the privilege of hosting Michael Swartz. He is the president and founder at Health Karma. His history as an investment banker has transformed into a career in healthcare entrepreneurship and just some personal things that happened to Michael that led to him doing something about it. And that's what Health Karma is all about. I'm privileged to have him here on the podcast today to tell his story, but also the value that Health Karma is sharing with the world in healthcare. So Michael, uh, such a privilege to have you with us today. Thanks for inviting me, Saul. I'm really excited to be here. Yeah. And so, you know, before we dive into Health Karma and the very interesting work that you guys are doing for consumers as far as their health insurance and finances, tell us a little bit about your why and how you got involved in healthcare. I mean, just a shift in what you were doing from the beginning that I think will be very interesting for everyone to learn. Definitely, definitely. So throughout my career, I always wanted to be in finance. I wanted to be in investment banking or venture capital. And I finally got a job up in New York for investment banking for security industry. And I got there and about a year in, I was no longer eligible to be on the family plan. So I was in New York, only there for a year, and all of a sudden I lost my insurance like that. And for me, of course, I'm used to technology, Yelp, searching. So what did I do? Well, I started looking and trying to find doctors that either had pricing, really doctors that weren't in urgent care because I was looking for that primary care physician. I really had no family up in New York, so I was lost beyond Yelp, health grades, all these different things. And during this process, it kind of hit me that there is not that one place to turn for the people without insurance to really shop around. I mean, me as a millennial, I am so used to purchasing things online, booking things online, and I just could not find anything. And while going through that process, it really led me to think there has to be a better way. So it was probably about one, two, maybe three years of me searching for something out there that would give that shopping experience. And there was nothing really out there that I could find that would serve me. And that's what led to me starting to take that deep dive and led to the development of Medixol. Well, I think that's great, you know, and um, you're right. And we're so used to getting things at our fingertips and healthcare, healthcare insurance is not one of those things <laughs> that it's, it's just yeah. overly complicated. And so you found yourself in this really frustrating place that all of us have been in, right? Uh, whether it's finding a doctor or 
finding insurance. It's not easy. And so you developed a solution to make that better. Can you talk to us a little bit about Health Karma and what exactly it is that you guys are doing to add value to the healthcare ecosystem and to individuals? Yeah, so I think it makes sense for me to start what we started building at first. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty health karma. And what we wanted to build was something that gave people that didn't have insurance, like myself at the time, or if they had high deductibles, and give them a place to shop around. So the original concept was a marketplace that gave you the same experience you have booking a flight or a hotel on Priceline or Expedia, but for medical services. And we developed the platform, we launched it, we were able to get close to 25,000 providers that were looking for new cash patients. And also we were able to drive consumers and that led to actual user feedback data. And what we realized was just because people are paying out of their own pocket does not mean that they're ready to be a healthcare consumer. We hear it all the time, healthcare consumerism. But what we found was People just did not have the knowledge, especially when they had insurance, to be a healthcare consumer, to act like a healthcare consumer. And all this confusion really led to hesitation, not only interacting with the marketplace we built, but interacting with healthcare as a whole. And I always compare it to buying a car at a dealership prior to the standardized pricing at dealerships, where it's like the price you see is the price you pay. And the online marketplaces like TrueCar, a lot of people were scared to go into the dealership because they weren't confident in the knowledge they had in cars, and they felt that they'd be taken advantage of by the salesperson. And in healthcare, as I'm sure you and all your listeners know, it's way, way worse. People are losing trust in healthcare as a whole, whether it's their health insurance, whether it's the health system. And that insight about 16 months ago, we took a step back and we said, if we really want to create a product that people know and love, we have to bridge the gap. And to bridge that gap, we focused on taking this marketplace and tying it to really a place that people could turn to first understand what is going on in their healthcare situation. Do they have health insurance or are they uninsured? So you have health insurance, being able to integrate your health insurance plan. So you have a personalized experience. You can understand everything that's going on and then allow them to intuitively find what they're looking for. Are they looking for primary care? Are they looking for an MRI? Are they just prescribed medications that need to find the pharmacy that offers them the best price? Are they looking for a service that could be better off using telehealth? So we created that highway for that user to have a personalized experience to find exactly what they're looking for. And then the third piece to bridge that gap is giving them the information that they actually care about. Is it co-insurance, co-pays, deductibles, or do people really just want to know how much am I going to have to pay out of my own pocket? By providing that information, by flipping the script in a way that people can understand we can bring the user to the point where they're confident that they're either booking using their insurance or prepaying for a service. And that's really what Health Karma has evolved to, that end-to-end solution that gives people the single place to turn to be able to manage their health and wellness. I think that's really neat. So it becomes kind of like a virtual broker of some sort. 
in a sense, one of the things that we really want to create in everything that we do uh-huh. is people don't want choices to be made for them. They want to be able to confidently make the choice themselves. So it is kind of that digital broker that guides them to whatever decision is right for them. Because healthcare is not a one size fits all. Yeah, I love it. You know, and that navigation piece is really big. Would you say, I mean, and, and honestly, I, it's the case we all need it, whether we have insurance or if we're paying out of pocket or whether it's it's insurance that, that we pay as employers or if it's an insurance that we get from an employer, this navigation piece is critical. So who would you say you target mainly? Who can benefit most from the platform as it, as it sits today? Yeah, so I think the core concept that we mm-hmm. built Health Karma on was to be able to kind of personalize the experience, whether you have insurance or don't have insurance. So who are we really providing that substantial value right now? I would say it has to be the individual, either they have insurance or they don't have insurance, as well as what we call the individual employer. And what the individual employer is to us is employers that have 150 employees and less. As we started diving in, we found there was nothing out there to serve people in those two groups, the individual and the individual employer. So we want to create a place that if people are confused about their health insurance, if they are an employer that maybe they don't want to pay the cost to offer full health benefits, they can partner with Health Karma to be able to provide at least a benefit that allows people to make the most out of their health care, whether it's telehealth, whether it's they have insurance, being able to get that value out of whatever their situation is. Got it. So the individual and then smaller employers, your company is, is able to help offer this concierge service to help them put together the best package that meets their budget needs and that their healthcare needs. Exactly. And one of the things that we looked at as we started building Mm-hmm. health karma is we started looking at other industries that might have had similarities in terms of very complex industry that was simplified using technology. And the one that stuck out like a sore thumb was the personal finance industry. Okay. And before all those apps, nobody was out there looking for a tool like this. They had problems that they needed to solve. And these companies came out and really focused on three things. The first being an incredible value for that user, not really charging that user. The second is a personalized user experience that's fun and easy to use. And the third, and I would say most importantly, is to flip the script of personal finance so that no matter who you are across this country, you could pick it up and know exactly what's going on. And we saw that and and we wanted to create that same personalized experience that provides the education, the insight, the guidance, and then also the actionable aspect of being able to book or prepay or pay for services. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, And so talk to us about what you guys are doing and how it's been able to help thus far. Yeah. So what's been, I would say, one of the challenges that we've had to 
kind of tap into to be able to provide the value to end users mm -hmm. is really start to solve the problem of unstandardized data. It could be one insurance carrier to another, and they're providing, ending up with data on that insurance plan in a different way. So there's no standardization. Now, we are starting to see banks kind of move in that standardized direction. But one of the things that we've worked on is to be able to take this unstandardized data and put it in a way that we can create a, say, more of a consumer-like experience. So that's been a hurdle. It's been finding the right data partners. So we partnered with one data partner that enabled us to tap into over 2,000 different insurance plans, turning it into individual data points. We partnered with another data partner that enables us to have pricing data and provider data. And for us, it's all about intertwining all these different data points and then putting it in a way that anybody who picks up Health Karma can understand. And then two, where are we today and how has it helped? Again, we launched Medixol.com, the marketplace, uh, three years ago. And about 16 months ago, we started building what we call the second generation, and that's Health Karma today. So we've actually went through seven iterations of alpha, two iterations of beta to really get to the launch of Health Karma to the public. And that is actually November 2nd. But we've been able to start partnering with employers and one of them being a company called Oxford Properties Group. And they are an 800 agent brokerage out of New York that has always wanted to provide health benefits to their agents. But with how real estate and brokerages work, it didn't make financial sense to provide full health benefits to every single one of these agents. Mm -hmm. So when we started talking with them, they saw this as a way to offer a benefit to their agents in an affordable way, and that can be personalized for each agent situation. Not every agent is going to find telehealth beneficial. Not every agent has insurance, but the way that we personalize the experience allows people to find the value for them when they need. Got it. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, it's those niches that you mentioned, the, the solopreneur or the just employer that has less than, I think the number was 150 employees. There is that dark area where you're just like, how do I do it? What do I do? How can I provide benefits? And so November is the launch date of this. It's super exciting. You mentioned one of the setbacks you've had is that data, right? Like consolidating the data. Is that the one that you would point to as probably one of the biggest ones? Or is there something I, else that you want to share that you feel led to a key learning that's made you guys able to position yeah. what you offer better? I would say that really the... And I'm not going to call it a setback. but okay. Of course the, you're not. You're not the, biggest hurdle, <laughs> the biggest hurdle and challenge yeah. that we faced was realizing and not being stuck in a single way of thinking, not being tied to our own idea. Mm -hmm. If we go back to Medixol.com, the marketplace, we really thought that people were ready to be a healthcare consumer. And it really took us looking at what we built 
rationally and really digging in to say, if we keep on going this route, yes, can we be, have and create value for consumers? Yes, but are we going to be able to really solve the right problem that creates a product that people know and love? So I, I think what we've learned is, one, people, consumers, most Americans just do not have the knowledge to effectively and confidently manage their health care. A lot don't even know that they can ask the question to the doctor, how much is it going to cost? Or ask what the cash price is. So that tied with health care cannot be a one-size-fits-all approach. You need to understand that health care is personal. So health care for me is going to be different than health care for you which is going to be different than healthcare for our parents. So realizing that and understanding that we are not solving problems for the user, for the consumer, for the provider, but we are offering a place that they can turn so that they have the information, the tools, the access to be able to confidently and simply manage their health and wellness. And I think that personalized piece and the understanding of we need educated healthcare consumers to really change how healthcare is delivered is one of the biggest things we learned over the past five years. Love it. And you guys are helping out in a very unique way, you know, and so appreciate you highlighting the learnings that you guys have made. And so as you reflect on all the things that you've learned and, and this platform that you've put together, what would you say you're most excited about? What am I most excited about? Yeah. I think what I'm most excited about is really launching this and starting to have consumers, starting to have providers start to drive the direction that this platform goes. I think it is so important that as an entrepreneur, as a growing company, that you don't get stuck in a way of thinking that your idea is the right idea. So I am so excited to be able to offer a platform out there that really can provide that personalized experience, but most importantly, will create more value the more that the users interact. So I'm a big fan of building and problem solving. So from the standpoint of our consumers, and also the standpoint of building the health karma team. I mean, we've grown about seven to 10 additions to the team just in the past six to eight months. And that also just is incredibly exciting for me because the success of the company is not always going to be based off the quality of the business model. Now, we do have a great business model, but it's always going to evolve. Technology is going to mature, it's going to grow, data is going to become more and more standardized. The success of this company, and most companies in general, are going to be based off the quality of the people. And I do have to say, I've been incredibly proud, and I'm incredibly excited to continue building the A-plus team we have here at Health Karma. Well, kudos, man. That's great. Getting the right team assembled behind this awesome vision that you guys have is certainly critical. So congratulations. And you know, this launch is going to be exciting. 
that moment that you experience that a lot of us experience that frustration, that that confusion, the opaqueness, I mean, all that stuff. We need more answers like this. And so really excited that you guys have stepped up to the plate to deliver on this gap. And so I want to just conclude this by giving you an opportunity to give our listeners a call to action, something to think about, and then the best place where they could reach out and learn more about you and, and what the company has to offer. Yeah, I think one of the things to let the listeners know is healthcare has so many problems and it's not going to take one company to fix all these problems. And one of the drivers of our model has been creating a highway. So we're always looking for technology partners that are out there innovating parts of the healthcare journey because it's going to take really a collaborative approach to be able to create an experience in healthcare for consumers and the healthcare providers that people can be excited about, that people can love using. So whether you're an employer, whether you're a technology partner, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, you can shoot me an email at mswartz, and that's M as in Michael, S-W-A-R-T-Z at healthkarma.org. You can also go to the site and check out what Health Karma does, how it works, uh, by going to healthkarma.org. So I'd love to hear from you. And we're always looking to build partnerships to improve that healthcare experience for all ends of the healthcare journey. Love it. No, this is great. And folks, take them up on it. Healthkarma.org. Karma with a K. Healthkarma.org to learn more about how you could step up your experience in healthcare. It's available. It's an outstanding resource. So be sure to take them up on it. If you're listening to this before it goes live, they do have a sign up for their wait list. So be sure to check that out. And otherwise, really grateful that you guys are doing this, Michael. I think it's a great opportunity for all of us to get better information and really a better way to access our healthcare than we have in the past. I appreciate it, Saul. And I really uh, thank you for letting us shine a light on just making that healthcare experience better for consumers and letting us come on here and talk about what we're about to launch in Health Karma. Always a pleasure, my friend. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Saul. Hey, everyone. Saul Marquez here. Have you launched your podcast already and discovered what a pain it could be to keep up with editing, production, show notes, transcripts, and operations? What if you could turn over the keys to your podcast busy work while you do the fun stuff like expanding your network and taking the industry stage? Let us edit your first episode for free so you can experience the freedom. Visit smoothpodcasting.com to learn more. That's smoothpodcasting.com to learn more.